Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. You're listening to the Ludini Hard Rock and Metal Circus. Changing rock history, one podcast at a time. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Ludini Hard Rock and Metal Circus. My name is Lou Lombardi, a.k.a. Ludini. And we have another Hard Rock and Metal Circus for you guys tonight. Tonight's topic is the greatest album covers in rock and metal. I got my uh, co-host here, Keith the Hawk Hawkins. He's alive, joining us live from New Orleans. He's looking very dapper with a bow tie. Very, very, what, what is that? Is that like a little corsage there? Is, is that what that is? You're going to the it's prom? A flower. Oh, it's a flower. You're going to the prom or something? No, not tonight. Maybe <laughs> mother. But uh anyways, you're listening to God. My is long over, but I'm just trying to I'm trying to look good for the new for anybody new watching the peeps out there. We're on a new format here, so I just want to make sure that I'm looking dressed for success. Woo! All right. So bookmark that link, guys. The link for for uh uh, okay, let me back up. First of all, you're listening to Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Go to LudiniRockandRollCircus.com. And um, there's all the jumping off points there, all the social media stuff. There you can share the podcast, the ones you like, the ones that you like, share around. Let the world know about the great music that's out there, the great guitar-driven rock. That's what this podcast is all about. Also, don't forget to click that little merchandise box there and get yourself a cool T-shirt or mug or something like that. Go to LudiniRockandRollCircus.com for that. If you'd like to join in on some back uh, get some um, behind the scenes stuff, uh, some background on what's going on here. You can go to uh, lulombardimusic.com backslash inner circle for exclusive music, exclusive video, exclusive conversation. So you can get a cool, lot of cool stuff that you just can't get with the regular channels from us. lulombardimusic.com backslash inner circle. One more announcement to make. We are, this is our first night going live on Rock Rage Radio. So we are excited about that. We are on the Rock Rage Radio um uh, Facebook live um, channel. How you get that is because there's been some confusion, and we will we will put it out all over the world. It is facebook.com backslash Rock Rage Radio Live. Facebook.com backslash Rock Rage Radio Live. Okay, and uh, if you subscribe to Rock Rage Radio uh, the page, you will get notifications when we are live, and you can come and see us. Um, so that's what's going on there. So make sure that you like that page, and you're never going to miss anything. That, uh, that we have going on in terms of podcasts. You'll be able to click right on and go live with us. Um, so we got some cool people hanging out with us tonight live. Uh, we've got, uh, oh, who do we have here? We got Rock Rage Radio TV hanging out. We've got Chris Thunderwolf Dodson. We got a bunch of people hanging out tonight, so we're going to have a good one. Um, so after all that, all the announcements and everything, we have Keith the Hawk Hawkins. Lily V6 is uh, on sabbatical tonight. There is a Brittany Fox um, reunion show uh, it, uh, I knew it at the Smiling Moose and um, <laughs> Trickster's opening act Trickster Trickster and, and Brittany Fox 
together at last. So, uh, but Lily will be back next week. Um, so she's our soul sister. So tonight, instead of a power trio, we're like uh, we're like Jack and Meg White, or we're like the uh, Black Keys, or one of these bands. Uh, well, we're Royal Blood, right? That's what we are. Um, yeah. So, so so no power trio tonight. But uh, so tonight's topic. Now, after all that horse pucky, uh, all that uh, tonight's topic is the greatest album covers of all time. So that's what we're going to be talking about. Um, we you guys, a bunch of you guys chimed in on our Facebook post this week with your picks. We're going to pick one of those that we like. That isn't necessarily going to be the greatest album cover of all time. It's just going to be one we picked out of the ones that you guys picked. And we are uh, going to give you a free T-shirt. So Keith and I will get our heads together on that. We'll make an announcement later about which one we liked and who gets the freebie there. So uh, we do appreciate that. All right. So, Keith, what's going Dude. on, buddy? What do you, what do you think? Well, I want to ask you a, quest, a question about this. What makes, what do you think in your mind makes a great album cover? See, for me, it doesn't have to be this big elaborate sort of, you know, 25 colors. And I mean, that's cool and all, but just get your point across with, I mean, you look at a, like an album cover, like Asia by Philly Dan, it's dark, but has like the, you know, it has the little silhouette in the back and it's not real fancy, but it's, it's the point across. Great album, cool cover. They're never known to be too over the top anyway. Or if you get a pic, you know, like moving pictures, it's real simple, kind of like to the point, you know. But it's a great album. Cover. It's not real elaborate, you know. It's but you can go further with this and get all crazy, like some of the ones that I've you know picked out for myself that I put on my babe list. But uh. And it's just like all in between, and it's just a matter of opinion. I mean, you get really, really ones that go real crazy, and they go all the way for it every time. Or you can get some, you know, you can still be cool with some simplicity and just, you know, I mean, the days of like maybe people, I think vinyl made a big comeback, so people are actually trying to dig into the inner sleeves of records now. Yeah. And like when you, were, when you were a kid, you would look through the inner sleeves like, or even listen to the record, maybe you digging through the inner sleeves, reading all the stories and all the lyrics and all who did this, who did that. For me, that was very interesting, but um, I think that kind of went by the wayside, but it is coming back in a big way. So now you have more focus on album covers again, which is, which is good for everyone. So that's, you know, that's my little two cents on that. Um, I, I think that, um, I, I, I think that people have, um, I think people always love great artwork associated with music. I mean, the music video it took a little bit of a hiatus for a while, but the music video is back in full freaking force because of YouTube. YouTube is the biggest music channel out there right now. This is how more bands are discovered by fans on YouTube than any place else, and it's a visual format. So art and music have been going together since there's been art and music. Um, and I think in, in the recent years with the vinyl resurgence, with the interest in video, with so much going on with social media, Instagram, Pinterest, and things like that, people are have a renewed interest in the sort of visual aspect of what you're doing. Not necessarily, it doesn't have to be about how you look per se, but it is the sort of visual that goes along with what you do. And... Um, Album art is really unique because the album can do a lot of different things. I mean, sometimes the album art 
some ways can be like juxtaposed from what the music is, and sometimes it can communicate like directly what the what the music is, what the band is. I mean, one of my favorite album covers, and if we want to, can kind of maybe start thinking about what our top ten might be. I think an album cover that conveys what is happening with the music and what the band is all about is "Vulgar Display of Power" by Pantera. I mean, <laughs> it's a punch in the face, and that is really what Pantera's music is, you know. It's a punch in the freaking face, you know. Um, and that just, like, when you picked up that album cover, you kind of know, you're pretty sure what you're going to get is going to be hard and heavy, and it's going to hit you over the freaking head. So I think that that's a good example of an album cover that really kind of speaks to what the music is all about and what the band is all about without, uh, in, in, a, in a kind of, like, more kind of dark but fun kind of way, you know. I don't think you're actually advocating punching people in the face, <laughs> but so you know, you understand what I'm saying. So, you know, I mean, whether it's you know, meet the Beatles or whether it's vulgar display of power, there is that aspect of the album art sort of conveying kind of what you're going to get, kind of getting you excited for what's going to happen. Yeah, that is cool. I mean, that's definitely uh. Point well taken. I like I said. I think it doesn't have to be too over the top. If the music is good, people will probably appreciate the album cover even more. If you like the album, you probably like the album cover. Sometimes album covers are so elaborate that you know, then you're like, oh, what a bummer. And well, you know. Well, well, wait a minute. You, Can I ask you. I, this is a good question. You brought up a good point. Are there album covers that you think are really great but aren't real crazy about the music? Yeah. Give me, give me like a, any, give me a couple example. Any Molly Hatchet album. <laughs> I think Molly Hatchet is just a kind of an I don't care what you know. Just is my opinion. I'm co-host of the show, and that's just the way it is. But um, Molly Hatchet's music does nothing for me. They're like a watered-down Leonard Skinner, but they have great album covers. I don't even own any Molly Hatchet albums, but their album covers. As a kid, I knew people that had them, and the first thing I was doing was looking at all the cool like almost Conan and Barbarian vibe of the album they put out, which was like big dudes on horseback. They got, you know, sickles and axes and everything in there and armor. And it was awesome to look at, listen to the music, and I just, you know, would go in another room. Um, Fra it, Frank, yeah, it was, it, uh, yeah. the artist was Frank Frazetta, and it was an American fantasy uh, science fiction <laughs> artist. Noted for comic books, paperback covers. So he did a lot of sci-fi, fantasy, paperback covers and stuff like that. And, al and uh, album art. And he did, that is who did many of the Molly Hatchet albums. But Frank uh, also did one of my favorite um, album covers, a current one, a relatively current one. And that's the self-titled Wolfmother um, album cover. And I don't know if you've seen that. That is an amazing piece of art, and it is really like a true piece of art. And I think, I think that's kind of true. I think that's definitely true of the the Molly Hatchet. Anything with that, where somebody brings an artist in, like one of the things that came that comes up on the, if you search this greatest album covers of all times, one of the ones that comes up, and I and I'm kind of interested to see what you're going to think about this, Keith, is um, the Velvet Underground featuring Nico album cover. With it's the it's the Andy Warhol art with the bananas. Do you know what yeah. I'm talking about? Yeah, I've seen that one. Yeah, I've seen it several times. It's uh, it's cool because it's Andy Warhol. There's a Pittsburgh boy, right? Yeah. But uh, it's just 
at the end of the day, and I mean, it's a freaking banana. So you know, it's, it's like looking at the soup can. I mean, it's legendary in the art world, but I mean, it's not like something I would want to look at time and time again. It's no Molly Hatchet, I'll tell you that much. And and some of these that like Rolling Stone and Billboard picked, I I didn't get at all. I, and I think that it was. I think this is a case of they really liked the album, so the album album art must be great just because they like the album and one of it is horses Pat, 1975 horses by patty smith with just a picture of her standing there it's a cool picture of her but i would i'm not so sure that i would put that down on my top 25 album covers of all time i would be more apt to go with something by uh, nevermind by by nirvana which is a really eye-catching i mean i think that's another thing like so with some of you young folks um, out there don't realize that one of the things that got you to pick up the album and check it out was you're rifling through the albums at the record store and you saw the cover. Now, I, and Keith, I know there's one that you absolutely love. And we've, we've talked about this many times. Why do you want to talk about it for a minute? The Queen, what is it? The Queen album? Uh, that's one of the greatest. I, like I said... I haven't put that out like sarcastically, like we can still have the show if you want, but I think News of the World by Queen with the big robot, he's holding band members in the hand. I remember my uncle had that album as a kid and I was, I stole it actually, because I was just so really just into that artwork and that giant robot. And I really was starting to just trying to discover great bands. He was really into Kiss, but I was listening to like Zeppelin and Beatles and that Queen. Sometimes if it's like, it's kind of, caught me it got my eye and i was listening to the record i thought the music was great too and i'm a queen fan ever since but that album cover for the world is to me is iconic yeah it, it really it, th that's a great album cover and it's very and that's another thing i think you have to look at it is like is it evocative does it does it it should evoke some kind of feeling when you look at it and i remember seeing that album cover when i was very young um i had gone from uh um, this is a little bit about me. I had, you know, mom would drop me off at Kmart in the toy section, and I had started to get bored with that. I was starting to grow up, get away. I wasn't into toys and models as much. I would wander over to the record section, and they had, I never forget seeing that album, and it caught my attention first because all I could see was the top, and I saw the robot's head. And then when I picked up the record, and I saw him holding the band members, and they're bloody and everything, and, yeah, that's and, awesome. I, and I saw the name, News of the World, I mean, it evoked so many emotions in me. I was, I was really like, what is this? Like, I wanted to know the story. You know, why are these guys dead, and why is he holding them? And this, the robot looks kind of, um, kind of helpless and scared. Even though it's like, you know, did it, you know, so, so you kind of create like a, it creates a whole like story in your head. And then the title, News of the World, feeds totally into that. Um, so. It really kind of like, it really captivates you on like multiple levels. And I think that's what really truly makes a great, and that's what makes a great piece of art, period. You know, of course, you know, you go and you look at a Monet or a Warhol or something like that in a museum, and it, it should do that for you. And I'm just sitting here looking at Nevermind by Nirvana, and you know, there's the baby in the pool, and you know, somebody's holding a dollar bill, you know, in front of his face on like a fishing hook. And, and the title of the album is Nevermind. So here's this baby. Does a baby care about money? Nah, never mind. You know, there's a sort of like 
there's a little bit of a kind of not message there, but there's a kind of a like an, a, an idea there that kind of evokes an emotion and kind of gets you thinking a little bit and kind of gets you into the story of maybe what's going on there. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't really get that one either. It's kind of, I mean, it's, you know, it's one of those album covers you look at and it's, I don't want to see a baby jump, man. So, I mean, it's just one of them things where, yeah. I don't know, it never, I kind of didn't, I didn't get I understand the album is very iconic. I can, I can probably listen to a few tracks off it, I think. The, but the album cover itself is, I think, but it's okay. Never really. Not. Ray, Ray Rolling, Stone, Rolling Stone has a very. Raven Dodson uh, chimed in with uh, Rosetta. Uh, uh, Rosetta did um, the Conan. Yeah, he did the Conan covers. Uh, we have Michael uh, Stevenson. He says Holy Diver is a great cover. Um, you know that cover, Keith? Yeah, with, with the priest. Yeah, yeah. What do you think? I mean, like again, that's a very kind of like evocative cover, kind of like sort of blasphemous. You know, kind of makes you feel oh, yeah. like you know, you know, I, this will piss my parents off. <laughs> And he has that big, like, what is that, you know, that demon or whatever it is in that. I mean, that's, yeah. certain, band have, certain bands have that mascot. I mean, Maiden being the, you know, Eddie, yeah. king of that whole kind of thing. And I think when you're going to talk about, like, certain, you know, oh, Dio's got a new record coming out, you're going to expect a kick-ass album cover. Same with Maiden or, you know, bands that are Molly Hatchet and bands that just have great, you know, album covers and they have had them. Because they have a theme, a running theme, and they just continue, and it works for them, you know. So that's, that's where that's at with the uh, right. The whole theme. Or they don't have to like, yeah. you know, do something different. It Let, works. Let's switch gears a little bit. Let's talk about album covers that kind of get you excited about the band, you know, about maybe how the about the attitude of the band. What about the album cover? Uh, to London Calling. That's cool. I mean, yeah, it's definitely, uh, I think, shows you the band, what they kind of stood for, that kind of rebellious rock. They were, you know, very, uh, I mean, hey, they were called the only band that mattered for a while by Rolling Stone magazine. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's a band. It's a very iconic band. I'm, you know, to me, again, I hate to be the villain tonight, but it's like a band I can take or leave. Um, they have some great songs, but I don't know the whole catalog. But at the, at the cover, I would put that cover on the same plane as like a rattle and hum, where it's like a rattle and hum has a cool vibe because it's a lot. It's like that live feel, and a, you know, it's just a very stripped down look. But that's you know, I think it completes what the band's identity was, which is good, just straight ahead rock and roll band, which you too is. Yeah, and and I think that's another example. And I and I kind of when I saw. Rattle and hum. When that album came out, I, I made in my mind. I thought, oh, they're kind of doing the London Calling thing. It's kind of the the same kind of thing there. You know what I mean? Without you know, they put the lead singer on. They put the you know the guitar player on. And he's you know really digging into the guitar there, and it does sort of express the excitement of um, you know what you're gonna get. This is a this is what a, you know this is what's gonna happen. Um, and you know you better get ready for it. Um, what do you got? You want to talk about a couple of? You got some? Because I, I could go on and on. I got a whole shitload here. I want to go over. I think on one end of the spectrum, like the ones you're talking about there, like the London Calling, the Rattle and Hum. It's kind of even when I mentioned Asia before, Metallica's uh, Black album. They're simple. You know what I mean? But it's kind of 
it is it makes an effect and it's, it's, it does what it does you know it's kind of real stripped down and simple now we can go to the other end where you have album covers that i remember being taken as a little kid like by album covers that were like super busy we'll say where a lot of things are going on where you have to keep staring i'm like today you, you might see sergeant peppers and you might still look at it and find something different every yeah. time revolver the same way these these album covers have so much going on where there's, there's stuff on the front they're in the side they're in the back i mean you can still look at these album covers to this day and still see something different and that's not only are the album covers great but then when you listen to the music that sucks you in because they're great iconic records so that's a win-win so the album cover for you know, the sergeant peppers or revolver to me they're so they're very busy and they have a lot of detail going on and like i said pick out something new every time but those are completely opposite ends of the spectrum of yeah. what we were discussing yeah. where it's you know it's got that whole like holy crap i just i can look at this thing you know take it in the bathroom five minutes and then i still look in there you know, what so are you doing taking yeah. album covers into the bathroom, Keith? What's going on over there? Sometimes I got to be in there a minute, man. I don't <laughs> either. I'm um, not young anymore. Wife know you do that? Um, another album, another uh, album cover that's busy, speaking of busy, is the Santana Abraxas. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, and, and there's a lot going on there, and you can really, it's almost like a, you know, kind of like a Where's Waldo. <laughs> you know what I mean? You can like, and uh, Sergeant Peppers is the same way. Um, the same artist, by the way, that did Abraxas also did Miles Davis's Bitches Brew, which is another album cover that's got... That's, not, a, good that's a good one. That is a very cool album cover. It doesn't have quite as much going on as like Abraxas or Sgt. Pepper's, um, but it is... Um, it's still it's still got kind of got that same very, you know, kind of busy art theme going on. Um, do you want to talk about sexy album covers? <clears throat> That's easy. Uh, I think the one that comes to mind for me would be the Cars Candio. It's always a looker. You can always look at that one. And when you're a kid looking at that, you're like kind of giggling and getting, you know, kind of looking in the corner, make sure your mom ain't catching you looking at that, see uh, through on that. But uh, Candio by the Cars is one that comes up real quick in my mind. So that's, you know, yeah. that's one that can still be considered, you know, sexy. There you go. Um. There, what about the uh, Enema of the State by Blink-182? Was that the girl with the glove? Yeah. I don't know enough about that album cover. I mean, I guess it's, uh, oh, it's, she's a porn star. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, speaking of, you know what I mean? Like, that's, uh, <laughs> you know, I think that's a sexy um, um, uh, um, album cover for sure. You know? Yeah, I mean, it's, I'd have to, I haven't seen it in a while, so that's just, the, they, uh, you know, it's probably, it's no candy but it's, you know. Can, well, well here's, here, here's another sexy album cover, Playing Possum by Carly Simon. You've seen that you album? You just used the word sexy in the same, in the same word, in the same sentence. What did I, I what, don't get that. What did I say? I don't. I said you used Carly Simon and sexy in the same You sentence, don't but think I really that don't. Playing Possum is a sexy album cover? I can you show it to me? Can we have a quiz on it later? I don't Take know, like what. Just, just you have you have a computer there? Google it real quick if you want. I want to. Who who out there thinks playing possum by Carly Simon is a sexy album? It's a sexy album cover. I like I said, I can't go off of what I don't know. I'll look at it if we can uh, have a uh, have a little powwow about it later because I'm not familiar with that one. I'm sorry. 
But that is another um, direction that um, <coughs> that, you, that that a lot of you know bands that bands sometimes adopt is the whole like let's do this let's do the sex thing, and um, there have been many of them uh, over the years. You know, Katy Perry's um, Teenage Dream. You know, you could you could, you could say her bum. You see a little bit of her bum in there. Uh, but, uh, you know, th that's another thing. Rod Stewart's Do You Think I'm Sexy? Um, just, you know, what can you say? I mean, sometimes you look at stuff and maybe sometimes it's deceiving to the eyes. I mean, one night I was out catching, uh, you know, like a couple of adult beverages and, like, I went home. Did you ever get those records, like, them CDs in a month club where you pay, like, one cent? You get like 50 CDs and you never pay for it, and then it keeps they keep trying to come after you, but you get like 50 CDs. Right. I remember one time I got a free, free one in a month was look at the catcher I did. I was like, these are the hottest chicks I've ever seen. And then you go, freaking. That's when I sent it back. <laughs> they, can, they can have it then. Um, you first look, you're like, wow, who are these chicks? And then all of a sudden, those are guys. And then it's like, wow, what a bummer. So. Oh man! I mean, that's that is just another sort of like way to kind of bring you in. Um, do you know? Are you familiar with the album uh, "Love Sexy" by Prince? Yeah, but are you familiar with the album "Love Sexy" by Prince? You don't know? Do you know it? Yeah, a little bit. Um, um. Anyways, he's naked, <laughs> and it was a kind of a controversy um, at the time when that when that came out. That he's like, I mean, there's there's no. He doesn't show any goodies, uh, but he is, uh, I mean, he's naked as a, you know, as a jaybird uh, on, on the cover, and he's just kind of sprawled out there. Um, yeah, but like I said, there you go. I mean, it's like certain people can do certain, friends can do whatever he wants, and I mean, it's and it's cool. To me, you know, it's, I don't care if he got his junk out, or he's, you know, fully clothed, or he's, you know, doing this. He's standing on his head, or he's, you know, he can burp in the mic, and I what feel a, like that's pretty cool. What about, do you so, remember another album cover that was kind of evocative with the kind of like a, a sort of sexy kind of uh, vibe to it? Do you remember, and I, and I beg your pardon, I don't know the name of the album, but remember the Boz Skaggs album where he's got his head on the girl's leg, and he's, I think he's smoking a cigarette? You know, it's just sort of like, it's not, there's no real sex there, but it's like, Implied, you know. I mean, she's got like the fishnet stuff. Oh, what about Amorica by Black Crows? With the, yeah. with the with the little, you know, curly cues hanging out around the bikini. Yeah, I think that one had to be changed a couple times, didn't it? Yeah, they uh, they had to edit out the little curly cues because some some people got a little touchy about it. <laughs> yeah, some people don't like it like that, you know. Ah, uh, sugar. Anyways, uh, we're gonna play a band and we're gonna come back. Um. Mickey Hernandez, our longtime fan, sent me, "Hey Lou, I, we did it. We got a new song out. Can you play it?" And his band is called Dark Entries. And this is uh, this is brand new, guys. You can't get this anywhere else. We'll put the uh, the website up here in the notes. Uh, you guys can check it out later. You can get the uh, record if you like. Manifesto, Dark Entries on the Ludini, Hard Rock and Metal Circus.
All right, Dark Entries Manifesto. I was kind of singing along with that at the end. By the guy, by the time we get to the end, there, man, that's a cool riff. Um, let's give these guys some. Uh, Plug them up. Let's give them a little bit of promo here. You want to go to ReverbNation.com backslash Dark Entries, and uh, they're uh, they're they're putting out them singles. Check them out. Good good hard rock. Thank you, Mickey, for sending us us your music. We appreciate it. Um, we uh, Keith and I were talking. We thought uh, we would go ahead and talk about what you guys thought were great album covers. So we did a Facebook post earlier this week, and we got a whole bunch of folks, whole bunch of people commenting. So let's kind of, uh, what the heck is this? Oh, okay. Um, Mike Dill had put down uh, Trout Mask Replica by Captain Beefheart. We have a couple for, from Kiss here, so call, re, relax, Keith. It's okay. Um, I don't want you have. I don't want your heart, I don't want your blood pressure to go up. Um, Alive Two. Tim Johnson says, "What about Alive Two? Um. Oh, the Sabbath uh, Mob Rules. But Tim Johnson says, "What about Sab uh, Mob Rules? But that's that's a pretty grim cover." And it comments, it, it, it gets to the idea yeah. of mob rules. You know, it's a um, Raven Dodson and I were yeah. uh, were kind of geeking out over sticks and both said we like Paradise Theater. That's a cool album cover. I, I had another Kiss um, Destroyer. Do you know who the artist Drew Struzan was? He did a lot of movie posters. Um, yeah, that sounds he, he did. He did like all the like the Indiana Jones. He did the uh, movies. He did the thing. Uh, he did ET. You know, um, he was always like the go-to guy. But that destroyer really has that kind of look um, about it. So it's a cool piece of art. Whether you like the record or not, that's all. And that's another thing. You don't. Do we have to like the album to like the artwork? No, you no. Just look at the artwork and go like, that's no. cool. You know. Um, yeah, I mean, it, that sometimes if an album cover gets your you know, attention, you might listen to the record sometimes. Don't. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I, mean, yeah. I, I would. Uh, th this is one I really, uh, this is a contender right here. Uh, Peace sells, but who's buying? Uh, Billy Menk. Uh, put that another, one up. There's a thing, a mascot, and they go, but you, know, it's just, uh, you, you wouldn't expect a Megadeth album without, what is it, Vic Rattlehead, I think his name? Yeah. Without Vic. So, I mean, then once you have a mascot, you can just go with it and keep morphing into the different things, you know, but it's still the same spirit, you know? Uh, D. Scholes says, uh, Brain Salad Surgery by Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. Uh, I haven't seen that one in a while, so I'd have to get a little up in the memory on oh, that Let me take a quick look at it here. Brain Salad Surgery. Oh, uh, that is a... It's a Giger. It's an HR. What is it? It's an HR Giger. Uh, you know HR, right? Alien HR Giger. It's an HR Giger painting. It's very cool, actually. You should check it out. Uh, okay. Ah, uh, it's very, very cool. Uh, that's a good one. I don't know, man. I was, I had forgotten what that, what that um, album looked like. It had been a long time since I saw it. All right. All right. I'm, I lost my place, guys. Big here. Bear with me for a minute here. Okay. All right. This is supposed to be a podcast. 
Why can't I find my stuff? Oh, here we are. Okay. Um, here's okay. So you liked? Um, so we talked about Sergeant Peppers, right? So uh, Bill uh, Wangen put down. What about "We're Only in It for the Money" by Frank Zappa, which is a kind of riff on Sergeant Peppers. I don't know if you've seen that in a while, but it's a. They, they, it's, it's basically kind of like a parody of the Sgt. Pepper. It's a fun yeah, it's kind of like a definitely a well, kind of I don't know if a tribute or a riff on it. Yeah, definitely almost very, very similar kind of funny. You know, Zappa would be. You know, uh, Zappa, Zappa would be very humorous. It's a, Weasels ripped my flesh. That's another kind of iconic album cover that everybody, you know, if you don't know. And, and then there's us, uh, us and them. What us and them? What was, it, what was the album? Them or us? With a dog or something on the. Anyways, uh, Dino Gio, uh, Giovanni uh, says, "What about Poco's Legend? Have you ever seen that album cover? It's a cool album cover. I'm not a big Poco fan. It's one with the horse, right? It's one with the white. Yeah, it's the white one with the horse. It's kind of very simple, you know. It's kind of yeah, cool. it's simple. I mean, that's." the album enough to like i mean it looks like i've seen a picture of it on uh the one they posted today and it's you know it's a simple album cover cool though i mean it has it has a good i like it it's in a tip like i said it doesn't have to be real busy for me i just dig simplicity i mean it's you know it's one of those things i'm not by name one song off the record but we're not talking about it, so um yeah you know, it's it looks like cover. yeah <laughs> uh, memories of sunday Bruce Grubb Grimm posted Memories of Sunday, and I don't know that band or that album. It's kind of a cool picture. Okay, this is a fun one. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Uh, <laughs> Big Bam, was it Big Bambi? Big Bamboo? Uh, Cheech and Chong? Big Bamboo? Yeah. And um, there's, yeah. Actu- there's actually a version that came with rolling paper, so you can roll a giant... Cheech and Chong, and I, I gotta say, that's probably my winner for greatest album cover <clears throat> of all time, just for that. It comes with rolling paper. Well, you know, come on, what can you say? Cheech and Chong, they care about their fans. <laughs> this is true. Uh, the White Album. We didn't really kind of mention this, but, you know, th- there's the White Album, there's the Black Album by Metallica, there's Back in Black, there's a, uh, Smell the Glove, there's a lot of albums that are like super, super simple. You know, just the name. Sometimes no name at all. Yeah. You know, and um, that's an ethic. That's a that's a vibe. Um, uh, Ray Duran posted "Crass Judgment," praying for a god that never comes, and it's just really brutal. <laughs> it's like an execution scene. Uh, <coughs> no, we won't be voting for that. But thanks, Ray. Yeah. Uh, thanks for playing. You get nothing, nothing, Ray. You get nothing. But thank you for playing. Um, Greg Westlake put down has a has a Dio album here, and I Dream Evil. Yeah, Dream Evil. And some of these are so small, I don't know which, which ones they are. Uh, Devil's Canyon, uh, Crash McCracken, Molly Hatchet, Devil's Canyon. That is a cool album cover. Um, Frank Frazetta, great thing. What about Dookie by Green Day? It's kind of a busy album cover. Very, very busy. That one's kind of busy, too. It's one of them ones you can look at on her time. But what's that, what's that lot, one? lot, lot no. going on there. A lot going on. Uh, here's a very simple, but I think, again, like kind of like vulgar display of power, sort of puts out the sort of vibe of the band and what they're all about. And it's the cover to British Steel. 
by Judas Priest. Yeah, that's simple, but it's, you know, it's kind of, that one there is, I think, really good one just due to the fact that it's pretty much describes what that band is. You know, it's British, British steel, man, British metal. I mean, that's yeah. just, and that the, goes very well. So that, that's a good pick. Yeah, and, and the razor blade conveys the idea of it's cutting and edgy and all. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, that's a very cool album cover. Um, Steve, uh, that was by Ray Henderson. Alex uh, Diamond Sampson says, uh, pa- has P- Passion and Warfare by Steve Vai. Cool album cover. Cool, I guess. Bit, a bit one. Yeah. Uh, and I think, you know, this next one I think is a very cool album cover. It's very iconic. Everybody, it's like instantly recognizable. Um, and that's Escape by Journey. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, you know, it, it's uh, just, um, and, and I liked how they did the escape with the numbers and the, what do you think of Hotel California? Jim Horoski, actually, you double dipped, buddy. <laughs> you triple dipped. He has another one on here, too. <laughs> I think it's a, it's a, it's an iconic album cover. Would I say it's great? No, I mean, it's kind of just a picture of a hotel. I mean, it's not like, it, you know. It's a nice looking place, <laughs> but uh, it's, I, I mean, it's the Eagles, so I wouldn't expect anything too crazy. I mean, yeah, sometimes yeah. bands go, like you see, like sometimes these extreme metal bands have really extreme album covers, like the, talking about busy, they're just, you know, very graphic and it goes with their music, but I mean, the Eagles, you wouldn't expect that with because it's just, right. you know, it's kind of that simple. If the Eagles came up with some big elaborate album cover, You'd be like, what the hell are they doing? But, you know, it's just, I think it's sometimes it has to jive with the music that is, you know, going on. So that's, it's, it's a good, it's a good album cover. I don't think it's, you know, great. What about the Santana, what about the, the, the self-titled Santana that just has like the lion's face with the, it's kind of cool. There's like, um, different things kind of make the lion's face. There's like two faces above the eyes and one in the middle. It's black and white. You know, you know the record I'm talking about? Yes. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's a cool one. Again, you know, it's like one of those ones where to say, you know, whether that's going to shoot top of my list, no. But it's like something that has to like really grab me. There's that's one that I think eye catching, but it's not like the, you know, I wouldn't put it at number number one. You know, but, yeah, that, that's that, cool. Yeah, Lee Marinasio uh, posted that. Thanks, Lee. Um, Jim Horoski again. Scorpions Worldwide Live doesn't really do it for me. Um, Lily V6 posted um, Holy Diver and Pump and I think Pump is a cool album cover with the little truck on top of the big truck and it's a sort of like kind of sexual kind of innuendo there you know what that's, I mean that's, that's, it's a, good, that's a, a good one that is a very good cover but unfortunately you can't win because you're on the podcast yeah so you know you're disqualified Lily sorry yeah. it's just it's and a technicality it's a technicality um, Meta- and uh, uh, let's see Rob Mark Marcelli, um, ha- uh, Master of Puppets, and Mike Tuval has Killers by Iron Maiden. Um, that Killers is actually on, when I Googled, did some searching on this, Killers is on a lot of people's lists for, um, the, you know, as like the best Maiden cover, if nothing else. Um, it is awesome. I, I, wanna, I don't know what your list is, Keith, um, but I want to throw out an honorable mention. So we're just going to go with your list as the list for the show. But I want to throw out kind of an honorable mention. I think this is a really fun album cover. Um, 
might be the Stones' best album cover, and that's Sticky Fingers. The zipper actually worked. You know, it was just it was kind of a fun thing that they did, kind of eye-catching. Um, so, so we will vote, guys. At the very end, we will pick. I think I know who I want to pick. Um, I think I want to pick Billy Manx. Peace sells, but who's buying? What are you thinking? I'm going to go with uh, Killers. So you want to give it to Mike Tuval or you want to give it to Billy Mank? There can only be only one on this. We can't. Yeah, but if you're going to say P-Cells, I mean, I'm going to say Killers, but you, know, you want to put a point or something? I mean, they're both great, but I mean. Okay. I mean, it's we can, you know. I don't know. It's tough. It's what. Well, if you okay, so we've got we've got like a run. We've got like a we've got two that we're kind of arguing over. So we're going to decide by the end of the podcast. It's either going to be killers or it's going to be peace cells. So we're going to let you guys know about that in a minute here. Um, I gave my honorable mention, Keith. Why don't you go ahead and tell us? From Keith is the expert. Keith knows. Keith knows more about music than I do. Um, so Keith, why don't you go ahead and give us? what the top 10 greatest album covers of all time. If I had a drum here, I'd give you a drum roll. Go ahead, buddy. What do you got? I got 17 in the room, but I'm forever there. Um, again, this is going to be my list. I think they're great in every way. I think some of them are simple. Some of them are busy. I kind of try to pick mostly rock, rock-oriented ones. But uh, at the end of the day, this is my list of... Uh, Revolver by the Beatles is a kick-ass record and a very busy but awesome album cover. There's a lot of detail to it and there's a couple of faces and it goes into smaller faces. I think it's just hip and it's the Beatles, so you really can't go wrong. Um, we already mentioned News of the World by Queen. I think it's just an amazing album cover by an amazing band. So uh, that's another one. Here's one that nobody mentioned. I think it's, it's kind of scary too, but uh, Court of the Crimson King. You ever ah. see that one? Has Really close up face and that one's a little bit you know can make you lose some sleep don't show the kid um, another one I have mothers of invention weasels rip my flesh is a very cool you know sort of comic book jokey kind of one that's really hip um, believe it or not I think this one here might get a lot of like what the hell are you thinking kind of thing but I think it just really it was their debut album and it kind of just it made sense for them it was let's one with the Hindenburg you know, that's you know, on a lot of people's lists Keith that's great, on, that, that, that cover yeah, that's on a lot of people's lists, and I think that it communicates kind of like what the band is about. I remember, because remember, when they said they were getting together and what they were going to do, somebody threw a comment out, oh, that's going to go over, you know, like a like a Led Zeppelin. And that's when they got some, yeah. and, and here's the picture of the Hindenburg blowing up. You know? So I like that. Good one. Another one that I think is really cool that's, again, a little busy, but it's got some really cool detail, too. Axe's Bold is Love by the Jimi Hendrix Experience. Oh, yeah, very good cool. one. Good one. That's a very good one. One that I don't think anybody would pick, but if you see this band and they're like kind of a very alternative sort of like a you know mixed bag of what they really are, but uh, the, the album is called Demon Days by a band called the Gorillas. They have a very like cool like cartoon kind of figures. Yeah, yeah, their yeah. their uh their album their their album covers are all really cool. Their videos are really cool. They have like they call the cool like characters in the in the uh, from the band in the video. That's pretty hip. Uh, I don't know what I'm up to, but another one that made me uh, want to check out the music was, I think this is Anthrax's first record, Metal Crash and Mad as a fist coming through a head. 
A Severed Head, which is an interesting album cover. If you ever see that one? The Anthrax Metal Thrashing Man is another one I like. Um, Aladdin Sane by David Bowie kind of just gets you where David Bowie was going in his career. Wait, what, is, what, is, what, what, what was it again? Aladdin Sane by David Bowie. Kind of show you what, what Bowie was about at that time. He was doing the whole androgynous thing where he was kind of crazy hair and makeup, you know, doing his thing. How many we got? We got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So we got Revolver, News of the World, Court of the Crimson King, Weasels Ripped My Flesh, Led Zeppelin 1, Axis Bold as Love, Demon Days, Metal Thrashing Mad, and um, Aladdin Sane. That's nine. And then for me, uh, for me, it is, uh, I'll give it away, but it, anything by this band is going to be awesome. Uh, to me, it's going to be Killers of Iron Maiden. So that's, you know, that's my favorite album cover by them, and that's probably my favorite album cover. This is in no particular order, but it's just a great album cover that sticks out to me. It's just awesome. So was the first one, but it's, you know, the, that second record with Killers is just, it's just very, it's just iconic to me. It looks great. You know, it is the... All right, so there we have it. And um, Mike Tuval, we are going to be sending you a T-shirt. Uh, we just sort of kind of went all the way around here. And uh, Billy Mack, thank you, buddy. You were right in neck and neck there, bud. But I think we're going to go with, we are going to have to go with the Maiden because it made our list as our um, number one uh, uh, album cover, Killers. So uh, all good ones. I would... I'm, I'm, I'm really surprised though the piece sells, but who's buying is not on your list. Because I would have definitely had that on there. Yeah, that's one. That's, I mean, it's, don't get me wrong. I like the, the character pool. I think that, um, you know, they did some definitely interesting creative album cover. I think uh, the one from, what is the, Euthanasia is a really cool one too they did. I thought that was a cool album cover. Um, but it's just hard to pick one, and I guess I'm going to a lot of other bands that were standing out. Like, I mean, sometimes it's hard to pick. Like, it's hard to pick. You could do a whole show on just all Maiden covers, you know, or Molly Hatchet, and we talked about that. But, I mean, so we can't do that. That's just, that would be kind of boring. So, Well, all right then, guys. There you have it. The top album, co the greatest album covers uh, in rock and metal of all time, uh, according to the Ludini Hard Rock and Metal Circus. Uh, we thank you guys for hanging out with us tonight. We had a lot of people chiming in. We don't have Lily. Lily's usually the one looking on her uh, phone there. It, like everybody chiming in, it's very hard for me to see while I'm uh, running everything else. I'm running, I've got like every hand on something here. So uh, we're pretty busy. Uh, on, I'm pretty busy on my end. So uh, next week, Lily will be back. Um, so thanks to my co-host, Keith the Hot Cockins, for hanging out with us tonight. Thanks to all the people that chimed in. Thanks to all the new people that popped in over there on Rock Rage Radio. Uh, we are looking forward to kind of getting this up and running with those guys. So we're new to this, so if we uh, made a few boo-boos and don't have things right, that's all right. We'll get there. John will get us straightened out, I'm sure. So, All right, guys, you've been listening to Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Our website is ludinirockandrollcircus.com. Uh, check back often for more great podcasts like this one. Interviews with uh, great artists, uh, plus my weekly features, uh, Bluesy Tuesday and Wicked Riff Wednesday. Uh, you can check that all out at LudiniRockAndRollCircus.com. Don't forget to share the podcast that you like. Uh, hit that merchandise button there, guys, and uh, get yourself some T-shirts. We have all kind of cool stuff there as well. 
Uh, one of thanks to Mike Tuval who won tonight's contest for uh, uh, our uh, Facebook. And we're going to be sending Mike a T-shirt here. We'll get your information. I'll private message you later, Mike. And we'll get your uh, private. We'll get your info, and we'll get a T-shirt out to you. Uh, if you would like to get some exclusive video, exclusive music, and exclusive conversations, some behind-the-scenes stuff, go to lulombardimusic.com backslash inner circle. lulombardimusic.com backslash inner circle. And you can get in on all the goodies back there. Um, so I want to thank everybody for uh, for chiming in, for hanging out with us tonight, all the people that posted on Facebook, all the people that chimed in live with us tonight. We're going to be back next week. Keith, uh, anything you want to share before we... Uh, we get out of here tonight. Uh, just like I said, it's going to be hard to narrow down one, but you know, it's, at the end of the day, it's about what you like and just go out and listen to music, buy vinyl, and check out what you know artists are offering. Because sometimes it you can be turned on by going into record store and and at something new and checking out a oh that's a cool cool drawing, that's a cool picture on the album cover, whatever. The next thing you know, you're listening to a new band or a new artist. And, that's a problem. So that's you know, that's a little. Well, that, that is, that's worst wisdom. Worst wisdom from the hawk. There you go. That is a um. Th- well, that's a really good point. Um, because oh, thank you very much. That, that, no, that that's a, that's a great point because um. You can't you you can be turned on by the artwork, and I I, exactly. I, I still think that you can be whether you, uh you know even in this day and age whether it's vinyl or not. You know, when you go, I mean, today, what's kind of replaced the album cover in some ways is kind of what are you doing on your website? You know, you know, do you have a, do you, are you communicating that vibe? Like if you got a Van Halen's website or Iron Maiden's website or whatever, you know, that artwork sort of permeates that, you know, so it isn't just an album cover um, anymore. So the artwork is still wildly um, important to to the fan and to what's going on with the music to help sort of like kind of get you set up to get you fired up for um, what is is to come with the music. So it's all good stuff. Thanks to all the great artists over all the decades of rock that made created this, this amazing music and this, and this amazing artwork, put it all together. So, all right, guys, thanks so much for hanging out. We are going to rock out of here with one more band tonight. We're going to close out the show with the band Mechanism. You can go to Mechanism.com. Uh, great metal band, female-fronted band. And, uh, guys, if that's it, then that's it. Well, I think we've said all we can, we've, we can on the subject tonight. And we're going to catch you guys all next next time. Lily V6 will be back, I promise. Right, Keith? You think Lily's, you, you think Lily's going to come back, right? Probably, unless there's another metal fest somewhere. I'm kind of like... Hair band rocks and jerkles or some shit, but other than that, you'll, I think she'll be back. Yeah, you think she will? All right, guys. <laughs> this is um, this is mechanism, mouth of God. Guys, have a great week. We'll talk to you on the next Ludini Hard Rock and Metal Circus.
between states of consciousness. I remember a time I was dead before I was born. The legend inside us, the spirit reminds us from the night.